Okay. We'll go ahead and get started with George Tech head coach Jeff Collins. Coach, if you could hold us up as a statement or take questions. Yeah, obviously, I just talked to the team. Uh, Ten penalties and two block punts, even against uh, when you're playing a caliber team like that. That's not a recipe to win the game. Uh, so obviously we've got to clean those things up. Uh, the penalties, the block punts, um, the attitude, the demeanor, the response, um, disappointment, hurt. Uh, for me, obviously, uh, as a leader of the program, take great responsibility um, in getting the things cleaned up. And uh, the biggest piece, too, and I just told the guys, is it's a five-day week right now. We've got a five-day week uh, to put this game to bed and start on the next opponent. And uh, so we've got a lot of work to do to clean those things up and uh, just go from there. Okay, questions? If you could, please uh, take a microphone raise your hand. We'll start right here with Rod. Uh, hey, Jeff. Uh, when Charlie Thomas went out of the game, sure. he had nine tackles and a little over half. Yep. Score was 14 to 10. It seemed like the defense did not get any stops after that. Gotcha. Uh, we think very highly of Charlie Thomas in this program and uh, playmaking ability, um, leadership ability. Um, he was very powerful in the locker room uh, as well. And, uh, you know, so we just got to. Um, Demetrius Knight came in and, uh, you know, played his role, uh, really good player. But, you know, obviously when you lose a player of the caliber of Charlie, um, you know, that hurts. Over here. Thank you. Coach, coming out of halftime, obviously that's the way you guys find your stride. Yep. You first score of the game. Um, what did you tell your guys at the half and what did you feel Change for you guys to kind of lose the start off. Well, it was actually the uh, exact thing that we said we were going to do coming out of halftime was kick the ball off, get a three and out, and then drive down and score. The guys did it, and uh, you know just got to consistently put together um, drives and not hurt ourselves. So those are things you know obviously we got to clean up. Uh, we spent an inordinate amount of time um, with crowd noise in the weeks leading up to this because we knew it was going to be uh, a loud environment. Um, so you go back through and try to think through all the different things we could have done um, to cut down with self-imposed, uh, you know, uh, things that hurt us. And, uh, you know, obviously we've got to do a better job, and I've got to do a better job as the head football coach, and uh, we'll continue to learn from those things. And okay. um, Given, I know you made a point of attention to detail on those things, you know, what does it say that you had the penalties? Yeah, I mean, it's just very, very frustrating, very disappointing. And, uh, you know, has been addressed, will continue to be addressed. And, uh, you know, the guys in there are committed to doing that. So, um, but it falls on me. And uh, I will work relentlessly to get that cleaned up. Um, Patrick. Coach Collins, was there a pattern on the two block punts that you could detect? <laughs> Yeah, there, I mean, there's some things that, you know, we made adjustments to. Um, and then the second one, the adjustment didn't get made. We'll get it cleaned up internally. Um, you know, so those kind of things will, um, you know, the schematics of that we will keep in-house. Um, but they're the, the got to get that fixed because those things cannot happen. Um, you cannot have block kicks, block punts, uh, those kind of things. So very disappointing. Kelly. 
you had a lot of self-inflicted wounds on offense, some drops, and then obviously the penalties you mentioned. Yep. Just is there anything you can put your finger on that you saw out there, or is it just mental mistakes, or guys just not finishing? Yeah, I mean the, the the biggest thing with the false starts is the. Um, you know, they were doing a good job of stemming and moving the front and those kind of things. And, uh, you know, just playing those situations uh, with poise and just staying focused, doing your assignment, listen to the snap count, to see the ball snapped, uh, all those kind of things. Right. Coach, you had uh, your defense being put in some real difficult situations. Sure. Block punts and things like that. Talk about a little bit of resiliency you did see with sure. a couple of big stands and getting off the field. Yeah, I think the and the one of the key things I think, uh, even though it's a very disappointing loss, um, and we're very uh, upset about it and hurt, there were things to build on. Um, you know, so we've got to just find that balance of making sure we fix the things that have to be fixed, but also building upon the things that were good in tonight's game. Um, but you know, right now nobody wants to hear that. I don't want to talk about it. Um, just the things that we need to clean up. We're going to work relentlessly hard to clean up. And again, we've got five days uh, to get this done um, before we play next Saturday night in Bobby Dodd Stadium. Time for a few more for Coach. We'll start back here in the middle. Coach Rafael from the three-point conversion, you just said it. You only have five days. Yep. How do you do that? I mean, how do you go about that as far as fixing the, the uh, sure. you know, mistakes but yet still focusing on West Carolina. Yep. So, I mean, I've been through this before, um, playing on short weeks. We've got the plan. We've got the schedule. Obviously, we've got a uh, – tomorrow will be an off day for the guys, so we have to give them an off day. So tomorrow will be their off day. Um, but knowing our guys, they'll come in on their own and watch the tape and um, start watching tape on, you know, Western Carolina. Um, and then we'll get to work on Wednesday when we can get uh, officially begin the work week. But obviously, it's going to be a challenge, um, you know, and we just got to rise to that challenge. Coach in the back with Dan. Coach, with three timeouts left at the end of the half and with Clemson getting the kick to start the second half, was there any thought to burning one right there and maybe trying to take a couple of shots? There, there was just the, um, you know, it was – fourth and four right around midfield um, with the possibility and there was the the situation with the clock and if you guys remember that was like a, that was like an eight minute ordeal trying to figure out how the clock was going to be um, administered um, you know so you know there was the defensive was playing uh, good relative to you know having a punt blocked and putting them in bad field position um, so there was discussion there was thought about that um, but the best thing to do was to go uh, into the half because it ended up on the eight-yard line. Wouldn't have been a lot of time anyway. Ken, right back here. The, um, the three timeouts that you used in the second half, sure. uh, the last one, you know, 13 only left and then the fourth. What prompted you having to burn those so quickly? Yeah, so the, the, the last one, um, if you guys recall, it was fourth and six. Uh, right around the 37-yard line. Um, and in the past, right around that area, they've had a formation that they've run a trick play out of. They shifted to it, um, saw it, and banged the timeout, regrouped, and then they didn't run the fake uh, after that. Um, there was another situation earlier. Um, we don't ever want to have a situation that could be an explosive play because we're misaligned. I saw we were misaligned, wanted to make sure that we did not have um, something very unfortunate happened to us during that drive, uh, banged it, and uh, got it corrected. 
Um, so obviously you want to keep the timeouts as long as you can, but you also don't want to put yourself uh, in harm's way if you don't have to um, at key points of the game. Kelly, we'll wrap up with you. I, the one thing that I thought was a positive takeaway for you guys it was the pass rush was pretty significant. And really, DJ made two plays kind of sure. out of that, that that changed probably the momentum of the game yep. as well, particularly the one play where he got the ball out yep. of yep. dead to rights. Um, just talk about what worked with the pass rush, why you feel like you guys were more effective today. It's been probably the most effective sure. pass rush. Today. I think, you know, obviously uh, the development of the players, um, and we've got really good players up on the defensive front and the second level defenders that we were activating and some pressures. Um, but I thought there were some things that we dialed up that got home and, uh, you know, just got to make sure that we get uh, the quarterback down and not let him scramble and do the uh, really athletic things he's able to do because there was two of them um, that should have been a sack. But really good players make really good plays. And, uh, you know, those are learning experiences for the guys, um, you know, to make sure we finish those uh, plays and, you know, get the sacks when we got them dialed up. Awesome. Coach, we'll go ahead and wrap you okay. up. So Thank you. Get your guys the players knowing that you're pushing deadline here. So, or probably Thanks, deadline for a while.